0: This is the best of two pros in a couple of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
1: It is a Monday morning after conference championship Sunday in the NFL. Uh, so you would think, man, the big story in the NFL <laughs> the big is, story. Uh, is, <laughs> is the Rams and the Bengals uh, heading to the Super Bowl. Uh, there are going to be a lot of coverage of that. But we must uh, acknowledge uh, one of the great clown shows uh, of recent NFL history. I mean, an absolute armpit fart of a performance over the weekend uh, by a couple of uh, NFL uh, insiders uh, who uh Went to, went to report that uh, Tom Brady uh, is announcing his retirement. Tom Brady's announcing his retirement. He is moving on in life. Uh, he is going to walk away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the NFL. Uh, and then all of a sudden, oops! Uh, away we go. Uh, apparently not. Uh, Brady comes out, denies it. Uh, now you've got Adam Schefter apologizing again. You've got guys like Jeff Darlington standing by the reports, but maybe they might have uh, come out a little too early on all this. Uh, here we go. Tom Brady not officially retired uh, the expectation for many is that uh, he eventually will retire but uh, not now and there is a roster bonus due on uh, the 4th of February I think it, what is it 15 million dollars or something like that uh, but uh, here we go Brady uh, your guys covered cover the NFL dynamite job over the weekend nice work
2: uh, they're in a tough spot because if they've heard word that he's going to and they don't report it then they won't be first and get credit someone else could steal that yet if they report it and then it doesn't happen for a little while no one's going to come back and say well oh they were wrong it's just the timing of all of this there's a bonus as, as you talked about on february 4th that he would receive it's a significant amount of money and even over that i think tom brady wants to do it in the right way and there's a thought that there's a digital video as, as he looks to transition into that next phase of his life. And he has become more intertwined with social media, more involved, more engaging, probably has some of the, the better videos that you put out there. Um, he wants to put it out there in his own way. So that's what I think this is ultimately about. It's always about the money but it, as, as also as it relates to his social media platforms and how they want to necessarily send him off the right way, I do expect an epic, and I mean epic, uh, social media post to kind of announce all of this uh, when it is indeed time, and he wants to make that announcement. It, it did
3: seem a little lackluster. I, I mean, it just didn't seem like the farewell fitting of – a, a well, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, careers ever in the history of sports, and uh, certainly in football, just didn't seem, didn't feel right. I almost felt like it was a joke. So, I, I don't know how, once you spoil the announcement, how how you make it better. Yeah. That I think it kind of comes across as now – I mean, I don't think people well, will get carried away
2: with – Does with, it really matter for those two, though? I, I mean, it's not like he's going to be playing again if he's done,
3: yeah, right? Uh, uh. I just I, I would I hate it for him that it, it's going down this way because now it just sets the stage for a split house in a moment where there shouldn't be one. Like it shouldn't be people sitting there like this dude is so egotistical and or this that and the other. It shouldn't even be that. But because people have done what they've did and put it out there as early as they did, and I, listen, I get it. Right, you want to be the first one to report that he did it? Great, you're an insider. That that gives you more credibility. Great but man the, to mess up his announcement and and now for it to be kind of in a way where it's like he's second to his own party third
1: or fourth to his own party like that's kind of I don't know I don't like it, it, it. There, there's one way to uh, counteract what happened over the weekend and that's just simply come back and play why not? You know what? Nice, I, I, yeah, I understand yeah. he wants to walk away. I get all that. But to just come back and play. Why not? Just uh, get out there. Uh, you know, you said you wanted to play till you were 45. He turns 45 in August, and then we roll out Tom Brady again. Uh, and I don't even care if he comes out and he looks like uh, Peyton Manning did his final year when, it, when his body was going through rigor mortis. I don't care. If that's what it ends up looking like, that's what it ends up looking like. But he cannot go out like this. Uh, it's too soft of a yeah, landing yeah, yeah. to have a couple of guys drop this news. And if he wants to make big-time news, he should do it on this show during this time slot during yeah. the week if tom brady wants to make big time years you. you know what i mean he doesn't want to upstage the playoffs unfortunately these guys ruin the moment for him it's too bad man uh but now if he doesn't come back what should he do what are we thinking here youtube video and everybody uh, knows he, if he doesn't come back everybody knew that
3: he wasn't coming back now so, so, so just say it now. so how so how no, so, so, what, so it's Just it's like just you
1: say it now like, come out and do it.
3: Yeah, I mean, do it the way you want to do
1: it. Presentation-wise, what what needs to be done that's really going to knock our socks off? Now that the uh, surprise nothing, has been ruined. You uh, know. I disagree. I okay. think he
2: makes the annu- announcement from space. Yeah, that's a
1: good. Uh, that's what uh, I was on, on that crank shuttle if, that Namajama uh, uh, yeah, made it, the crank was
3: standing on <laughs> oh. the moon and said. I'm an outer space bitches I'm yeah. done like yeah. I I got to go I'm, I'm, I I will hey, rethink I what this I'm this saying
2: <laughs> I am out of this world and he's got a I'm great
3: retired. kazoo hat on when he's saying his 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 retirement announcement I'll, I'll rethink it. H- here's uh, here's the other
1: part of this as well too. I mean, a big old crank rocket. Yeah, you know. just you know, like, I said, <laughs> like <laughs> just uh, you know, attached to the side of the uh, crank shuttle, like uh, you know, the garbage tr- garbage <laughs> men back in the day on the back of the yeah. truck uh, picking deflate, up trash. You
2: know, deflate this football. Yeah. Right? These balls,
1: you know? <laughs> uh, but here, here's the other problem when you when his own teammates are coming out uh, congratulating him, guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and all these guys on on Twitter. <laughs> you, you, you don't think you don't think those guys have had a conversation with of course so it's not even just Darlington or Adam Sheft or any of these other guys it's it's his own teammates that but came out but they fell and for the, the old
3: banana and the tailpipe trick though i mean <laughs>
2: Gosh, they should
3: have they should have hit Tom trick. up and be like hey bro is this is, i'm i mean i know you're doing it but is like is it is it time like have have you done it <sighs> he's got to
2: come back man has to i, mean, I don't uh, know if he'd tell everyone i don't like think I, he told I, everyone but maybe I don't, mike I don't can know, know that I mean, when when Favre, was, when Favre was in Green Bay and trying to figure things, he wasn't talking to everyone. He wasn't telling people stuff. He was, like, remote on his own. I, I, I kind of wonder if Tom's told anyone anything. I think once he comes to a decision, maybe if he has, for guys like Godwin, um, Gronk, I mean, all those unrestricted free agents, I think maybe he's spoken to them. I also wonder, too, what motivation – uh, is behind Byron Leftwich, then said, "Yeah, I better, I better jump ship and, and go out and take a head coaching, you know, opportunity." Because I, I, I think do-
3: they've heard it. I, I mean, if it's gotten to the the media, right? I always like it's funny because I'm waiting to see how long it takes for what the washington team is going to be called how how long it takes to get to the media well i think they're
1: doing a dual uh release it's that and rg3's autobiography oh way, wow like, yeah,
2: I'm little, it out that's yeah, what
1: they're waiting a little, on. Yeah, a little double barrel I, I, here's
2: here's where i'll disagree with you on that i literally was talking to an nfl coach the other day and there is some there, there there's a potential chance uh one of his coaches gonna getting hired as a head coach and he was like, yeah, I I didn't, I never even hear about this. Like I'll find out from the media. Like that that let, let's be real, that's how most things are broken now. Someone mm. who's who is in a position either to hear something or know something like that, they usually end up popping out to the media first. And then it gets on Twitter and that's that's where those things kind of strum up now. I like that's so. that's the reality we live in. It's I not like i say
3: it's a, it's a new reality cuz mm. I, I just don't I would never tell the media something first before oh, i told the you. people that matter it's yeah but i would you, never you know? let if it's something that has to do with me like one of your kids like for instance <laughs> like for instance i give you a great example right <laughs> i sat my family down and told them i was not coming back for my last year of school right my mom just he's not coming back enjoy the game like done done like mom what are you doing like I wanted to do a whole announcement like this, that, and the other. Like we had plans. <laughs> she spoiled it. I was it. talking to the. the you know, <laughs> so you're upset about this. I'm. I'm not upset about it. I'm just saying. I mean, you can. Admit you, can it. you can. You can. You can admit it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not upset about it, you but it's like my mom was like, she was <laughs> so as a matter of fact about it. Like mom, like. Can I can I make the announcement? Oh, never mind, <laughs> never mind, mom. Yeah, like, hey, She's she going stole pro. Your thunder. He's going pro. And so and now Darlington and Schefter have stole Tom's. Th- My whole point is, if it gets out, it probably got out from somebody that you care about. Okay. If it can wasn't say, you, can I say this?
2: Why yeah. does it have to be Darlington and Schefter? I don't like. Know. I, I feel like it's uh. like Schefter when it's Schefter. And then when it's Darlington and Schefter, you're like, yeah, it's really Darlington. Like mm. it's not like, what's the
1: point of this? Yeah, I, mean, it, I
3: don't even know. It, it's it's a little odd. All, uh, look. all I know is Tom Brady should have been able to announce that he like, and it just seems so like so many people were making a big deal about Ben's retirement. You know, it's like a big deal being made about it, and now it's like we've been told Tom is retiring. And a lot of people are, are talking about it, but there's not a big deal being made about it. It's, it's kind of like I don't know to make a big deal about it because I don't know if it's true. Is it true? Is it not true? And then if it turns out that he eventually comes out and says that, it's true. It's already been a conversation that has been put out there in this manner. Not not it, speculation. It's been put out there like he's announcing. Like I It just is like
2: kind of crazy that he's arguably the greatest athlete of all time. And it's 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 just like this. Like this is how it's going to end up. winning. like it, it should be a a huge deal. But again, like it, it's just how how it kind of came to be known kind of takes away to your point from the effect of it. I well, mean, he, he, is he not? Is he not maybe you know viewed as the greatest athlete of all time based on his resume and what he accomplished?
1: Uh yeah, I like I thought about this. The only ad, like you could put uh Jordan obviously would be number 1 on a lot of people's lists. I I actually think Brady has surpassed Jordan as far as greatest athlete. Wait, of all one time. more championship? Yes, and, and he I, did I it in multiple he, places. I think it's he harder. did it over three decades. Yeah,
3: I think it's harder to do what Tom Brady did than what Michael Jordan did. I think it's harder. I really do. I mean, if you realize, and this kind of, I was thinking about this earlier on when we were talking about Joe Burrow. If you understand how difficult the feat of what Joe Burrow has accomplished as the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, your respect level would be way different, way different. It is so, it is so, so, so difficult to win in the national football league. It is difficult. It's difficult (laughs) to win in college and he's done it. He's doing it in both and he's already doing it in the league. It, I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just
1: want to point out, you know, yeah, uh, you know out. Uh, a legendary out. broadcasting career Brady Quinn is putting together. Some of his finest work this segment, uh, you know, uh, tee us up with uh, Tom Brady should announce his retirement on the side of a crank shuttle. Crank and then also, shuttle. Uh, the, the the responsibility uh, goes to uh, the Skyline Chili reps it's, for getting it's the... What's, uh, yeah, yes.
2: It's what's fueling Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that he's got an endorsement coming out. He should, but... There's a lot of lot of power behind them, and I think uh, some of that's come between the nutritional value of one <laughs> skyline and that, chili, five way, four way, three way. Whatever we talk about here, you know. I mean, but, that's, uh...
3: they're relatable. They're both the same sign. They're both air. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? But, skyline, yeah. <laughs> crank rocket. <you> know, <laughs> oh crank. man! You By go. the way,
1: I, I love that somebody uh, is such a, an adamant listener to this show that they made an FSR crank shuttle Twitter account, mm. which is nice uh, in honor of Jeff <laughs> Beautiful. Bezos. Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe Fox. <laughs> Once a week.
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, man! You could not create a rocket that looks different than that. Like that's what you come out with. Oh, did I, did I tell you, you my theory? What would you use the Buildo from, from, from the Buffalo hey, yeah, game? Uh, uh, yeah,
1: did I did I tell you my theory on this? I think it's all a ruse. I think it's I think it's Jeff Bezos clowning people. Every time a celebrity wants to go up in space, uh, Jeff Bezos uh, puts them inside that that crank shuttle. They fly up around the sky. He's got some sort of elaborate uh, green screen uh, that looks like uh, space, yeah. and then they drop. <laughs> back down i think it's I all think it looks
2: like it was made out of a bunch of like used or recycled amazon boxes like out of someone's recycling bin like, <laughs> yeah see, like what? they taped it all together and painted it to make it look like a rock what
3: band. if it started like you know doing real turbulent movements once it started leaving the stratosphere yeah. what, what <laughs> if it started like really like really really quickly hey, and you saw the fire i'll, I'll say this about us stuff.
2: <laughs> it doesn't change us. form it has no performance issues <laughs> as far as the form. It stays
3: fully, fully <laughs> like, cranked. like the well, thing fully
2: erect the whole it. time. <laughs> like,
1: like the, you, know, you know Bezos is probably looking at people going, hey, man, I, I got something here. Like There's people with enough F.U. money that I think I can convince them to give me give me a you know a million bucks and you can fly the uh, SS uh, Dirk Diggler up in space so we'll take it around for a couple of spins and back down and we'll make you think you went to space I think it's all crap well, all a bunch well, of BS. What if
3: the destination was to Andromeda?
1: Yeah, you're <laughs> unbelievable. All right, this is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is our Marconi segment here on FSR.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Do you think anybody before the season nope. had Bengals-Rams Super Bowl? Like one person in the entire country. Can, one person. Do you,
2: do you think NBC is excited about this match? I mean, of, of the possible outcomes... And this isn't like any disrespect to Cincinnati. I don't think NBC was rooting for him, though. I mean, maybe it will create more intrigue. And it's not like Kansas City's that much bigger of a market than Cincinnati. Well, so I, maybe it'll work out. But I would have thought that. 49ers KC was maybe the matchup that they preferred for ratings. Yeah, I mean, at least given how how many San Francisco 49ers fans are in the uh, are in LA, at least at least how that looked. I mean, it seemed like there's a ton of Rams fans.
3: There were a ton of San Francisco fans in that place. It was like that place was rocking. I was like, dang, you can hear how loud it is, in, in SoFi. it's this is a wait. They're all re- wearing red. Yeah.
1: Well, you know that backfired. They, uh, they, you know, uh, went. Uh, you know, Sean McVay. A bunch of people were, uh, you know, saying, "Oh, whatever you do, don't sell your tickets to uh, to Niner fans." It's like, first of all, if somebody's willing to give me like three to four hundred dollars more than I paid for the ticket to go to a game. Have it. I don't. I, I don't care. I don't care who you're rooting for. Like, get to the game. Do what you got to do. I'm trying to make a little bit of money on the uh, on the ticket market out there. Uh, but I just I feel like this is a matchup nobody had. Nobody had Bengals. Nobody had Rams uh, in their Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I, I was hoping for uh, Niners to get in because I know LaVar and I had the Niners before season. We did the season, have the Niners getting in. Uh, to get in. But uh, but this feels like one of those everybody's got to wear it. Uh, a lot of people. Well, we it? Niners and Ravens. Yeah. One of them didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, well, well, I mean, at listen, least we got close with one. Yeah, you have the division. I oh, mean, there's there there's that that yeah. that makes us feel good. But on yeah. on the NBC yeah, thought, was. at least uh, you know Collinsworth is there, and he was a long time uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So so there is that sort of connection. So he's he's got to be well, excited about it.
2: I think the other thing is you've got you know Cincinnati's never won one. So that's cool. That's, it's intriguing. It's a great storyline. For the Rams, we saw the last time they were there. Uh, now bringing in Matt Stafford, they went all in this year. You know, there there, there are some intriguing storylines to it. I guess when you look at it that way, I think Eric Weddle, the fact that he led the Rams in tackles last he night, they picked active. him up what two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dude was retired for like two years. Now he's back in there, and he's leading the team in tackles. That has a chance to win a Super Bowl. Like there is some amazing storylines. I mean, Aaron Donald. Getting to you know get a Super Bowl, something that I think everyone would agree. Only thing missing on that resume, you know, Jalen Ramsey, some of the other outstanding players you could kind of touch on, and clearly Stafford. So, you know, there's there's going to be storylines. Like if if Stafford wins this, he's going to have the stats to be considered a Hall of Famer. But this is going to like check that box. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm I'm not saying that I'm saying he is or he's not right now. You know, this conversation is going to come up if the Rams win. And once Stafford gets a Super Bowl, because it, 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 his his stats will be better if they're not already to some degree than
1: Eli Manning's, who's got two. Well, and look, uh, Matt Ryan had they won that Super Bowl against New England, Matt Ryan's probably a Hall of Famer. Like, and and I would say Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford are kind of similar in in the similar sort of a uh, grouping if you want to stack quarterbacks. If he would, yeah, I think he. I think the he's difference.
2: Hall- the difference is Stafford or uh, Ryan's got an MVP. Like, you're, no doubt to your point. If, if Ryan would have won one it's 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 done over with he's a hall of famer i think there's still some people who question that even with stafford winning a super bowl even though that's usually the prerequisite in some fashion
1: yeah it's um so that'll be an interesting discussion if that happens can i also say this i'm really happy for zach taylor Good for him, man. That guy was on the hot seat coming into the year. He had won six games his first couple of seasons. And we talked about, Brady, you mentioned this, this is, if you're building a team, if you're, if you're looking to, you know, structure things around a quarterback, you do what Cincinnati has done with Joe Burrow, maybe teams start to reevaluate what they're doing, have a little bit of patience, actually build around these guys. How about having some patience in your head coach? We've seen coaches uh, you know, fired for winning more games through the first couple of seasons. Zach Taylor, six wins in in the first couple of years, and now he finds his team in a Super Bowl. So I was happy to see uh, Zach Taylor finally got uh, got a little bit of love there uh, from 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 people in the NFL who were questioning uh, the legitimacy of the hire a couple of years ago. Hey, hey Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, Cincinnati. It, w- w-
2: wouldn't you agree? You guys, agree though. It, like much like with the Burrow conversation about what a franchise quarterback looks like or is, you'd say the same thing about how franchises need to look at who they have a head coach how things are going, what's happening behind the scenes and and not make these, you know, quick knee jerk reactions or judgments, you know, maybe after a couple of years, a lot of coaches have been moved on after one year and even two. And then you look at Zach Tintler and go, Oh, okay. Like they just needed to find the right pieces to bring them all together. He's then done that in year three. I I, I wonder if it's going to cause maybe more cause or, you know, or, or excuse me, pause or, you know, patience with some of these organizations And how they go about evaluating their head coach and where their team is at, even though things might look bleak. Now, it's a little easier to get through a bad two-year stretch in Cincinnati as opposed to the New York Giants, a bigger media market, other places that that really have more media pressure on them.
1: Joe Judge won more games in Zach Taylor's first couple years and he's out and uh, and you know getting pizza and beer delivered to his house after he gets fired and So and do you do you think Taylor. that
2: has more to do with how he handled the media then cuz that seems to be I do. one of the biggest issues
3: Yes, I do. is is your persona. You can you can buy time if your persona is what like the coach of Cincinnati, Zach, Zach is a he, he comes across as a likable guy. You know, Joe Judge doesn't. And <laughs> and, and I mean no, I'm just being honest. If, if you come with, with the way Joe Judge came, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, I like that gritty type of, you know, Boston or, or New Yorker style of, of this, that, and the other. Like, this man is on his last leg talking about, you want to boo me? Then boo me. Well, make sure you watch the game first before you boo me. If we lose, then you boo me.
2: And you lost. And then lost, yeah. <laughs> and then you lost. <laughs> the like, game. like bro, like, relax, Joe. Take a was deep that, breath. Was that before the game they did the quarterback sneak on on third and long, backed up?
1: Uh, it was, was against a, Washington. Was the wasn't year it? after that, yeah, it was. Uh, I I forget. It was this year. Yeah, it was, this, bizarre, year. It was, yeah. Yeah. was this year. I know that yeah. was this
2: year.
3: I am saying, was that the very last game of the season? It was the very last game of the season. When and they I believe, did that? Yes. Oh, oh I, 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 was it with the quarterback? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I he, think so. But the point is, be a likable dude. Like. You can't be what Bill Belichick is, and Bill Belichick took that junk from from uh, Coach Parcells. Coach Parcells, listen, those guys earned the right to be that way; they earned that right. You haven't earned that right to be that guy yet. So just be a likable guy. You don't have to come out and jump out there. We're gonna do this. We're gonna run them, and like they're they're making mistakes in practice. You're running them you're running them like run laps go take laps like you're not going to get that much time you're when not you, that guy when,
0: pal trust me they are not
3: that guy and there you go <laughs> thank
1: you sir and sometimes it's he, just that simple you remember i remember we were talking about this um so when zach taylor first got to cincinnati you remember they made the decision early on uh they were going to go with ryan finley i think that it was a quarterback at nc state right brady yep. th- and, yep. and then later in the year He just put Andy Dalton back in the game. And I remember we were having the conversation, and and you pointed it out, Brady, you're like – yeah, that's a guy who realizes I better win a couple of games at least. Like I, I better win at least a couple of games my first year, because the idea that you can just you know crap away a season and just be invited back for another one like they were they were desperate at that point in the year to try and get any sort of momentum. So he wins two games the first year, he wins four the next year. Joe Burrow suffers that devastating knee injury, and just to see how this team rallied. Remember, look, there were reports that Joe Burrow in training camp. I think it was Tyler. Boy, who said, "Yeah, you know, when he's in the pocket, he lifts his front leg up when he's throwing the ball, and it's like, well, that, that's kind of uh, that's kind of alarming—the fact that you know he doesn't trust his knee like that—and they're in the damn Super Bowl. Like, it, it's crazy to see how this team has developed uh, in front of our very TV eyes. eyes. Show, man. Well, it's awesome. I was
2: going to say to your point in regards to Zach Taylor, this the first year." It really was tumultuous when you think about... That was like in Dalton's last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yep. And that was the whole thing was how he ended up handling that deal and whether or not he'd get another year because of you know, the, the feelings of frustration with the lack of what their team could do. But even Dalton down the stretch, and then when they went away from him, it was like, oh, now they really don't have a chance of winning. <laughs> like, like, now you felt like this was really bad. What's this going to look like in the future? And there was some sustained success under Marvin Lewis, right, when they went to five straight playoffs. So yep. there, there, there was that, like, I don't want to say bar that was set. But I, I do remember being like, man, they are frustrated. I think Burrow and his promise, even though it was short-lived because of the knee injury, in a way kind of helped save them. And then obviously what they were able to do this year and how they managed him and brought him along, uh, I think it's really what made the case for where they are now.
1: God, he's. I mean, uh, just th- thinking about like if if Brady were to walk away, you see, obviously Ben Roethlisberger's walking away. Tom Brady's uh, potentially walking. Well, it depends on what Adam Schefter reports, and then uh, you're you're seeing you know uh, moving around like just. The young quarterbacks in the league, like where they're at. I mean, you get you get Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow in the same draft class. Like that's, yeah. I mean, those guys are dynamite. And and what Joe Burrow's done has just been phenomenal.
3: You know, one man. thing to make mention of, by the way, that we have not said, and, and maybe it's you know it is what it's an obvious, but the second year, second year oh. straight, that that the team that made it to the Super Bowl is hosting the game at yeah. their home stadium. Yeah.
2: The the difference is they'll be the first to ever host a championship game and a Super Bowl. Yeah. So that'll be a first, which is kind of unique because they really haven't had any home field advantage.
1: But, and by so, the way, you know who's going to be really, really excited about the Rams the getting owner. to a Super Bowl? Well, no, Petros. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah He's going to yeah. be really fired up about that. Well, the really owner's got to be it. more excited than yeah. Petros. Though. Yeah. Do
2: you true. think the Rams might be one of the more hated Super Bowl teams in a while? I mean, you have to imagine St. Louis – Rams fans are not happy about this. No.
1: Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, and, and also, you know, now that you see, uh, you know, what 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 they ended up being, uh, the city of St. Louis, what they get, seven hundred and fifty million, was that was that the final number they settled uh, on? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, they're probably looking around, going, yeah, but we'd like hmm. to have our team, you know, you know, maybe we could have gotten a little bit more out of. Uh,
2: you don't think you know, Stan Kroenke is not <laughs> laughing to the bank? <laughs> he, it ends up working out where he gets to not only host an NFC Championship game, which, mind you, they can be upset about the crowd noise coming from the 49ers fans as long as they're still on the. T- Ticket revenue. I'm not sure if Stan Kroenke cares that much and they get the result they want anyway. Now they get to host the Super Bowl. Like, come on. And by the way, let's not forget, too, we were talking earlier this month about moving it to Dallas because of the concern with the LA, you know, COVID restrictions, whether or not the event was going to happen. And so, literally, everything's worked out the best way possible for Rams fans, the few that there are out there, but that team and that organization. So uh, it's just it's crazy to think about what would have happened had this entire thing been moved to Dallas, which was floated out there, uh, or even just if the seating would have worked out differently where they would have ended up hosting
0: an NFC Championship game. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern.
1: Let's have a conversation okay, here on okay. uh, on a Monday after a conference championship Sunday. Congratulations again to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, and the uh, the L.A. Rams, uh, both teams on the road yesterday getting a big time win and on their way to a Super Bowl. Oh, that game was in L.A. Oh, sorry about that. I thought it was a Niners home game. So okay. anyways, um, we move on to uh, some other news that has started to uh, we, we talked about this a little bit before the weekend. It was like, well, oh, this feels like we got some momentum brewing and now apparently uh, it's a Wrap Josh McDaniels after years and years away. Uh, spent I think a season in St. Louis, uh, but the longtime Patriots offensive coordinator reportedly on the verge of being named head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so there it is, uh, old uh, old Josh Mack heading to the AFC West for the Raiders, uh, and I'm assuming uh, good news for Derek Carr and company. But if you're the Raiders, um, I, I I don't think Josh McDaniels interviewed, if I'm not mistaken, for any other gigs. Um, this off season. So the Raiders apparently are going to get their guy in Josh McDaniels. So I
2: can't, I can't wait to hear his explanation as to why this was the right fit or the timing. I mean, we, we talked about it Friday to me, it has to do with the people and the personnel and the fact that Dave Ziegler was hired as their general manager who comes from the Patriots organization as well. There has to be a thought behind, Hey man, if this guy's going somewhere and I get another shot to be a head coach, I want to make sure that I'm going somewhere where I'll be aligned with a general manager, someone I trust because I don't want to have to take on that responsibility. That was something that he did take on with the Denver Broncos. And now I think when you've got someone you can trust and they're going to be able to do it the right way and you could focus on coaching and managing your team and if you want to call plays, so be it. But that's still at least taking off one of those hats that he wore previously as a Broncos head coach. So I think it, to me, it probably had to do with just that. And maybe he wants to get a little revenge on the Broncos too. You know, maybe he's saying, hey, I got the chance to take on the Broncos twice a year. Yeah, maybe that doesn't stink so bad either.
3: Oh, it's nice to have had the opportunity to live and learn, right? I mean, if you think about it, he's older now than what he was when he had the Broncos. He's probably wiser. learned. Yeah, he's a lot wiser by now, you would have to assume. And, and we all have moments in our time where we look back on something that we did and could have done it better or done it differently to possibly have a different outcome. And for what it's worth – we talk about the Patriot Way. We talk about we talked about Joe Judge during the course of this show. If you don't think that those guys are paying attention to that, at least the ones that are are again exercising more wisdom and, and understanding, he's not going to approach this job the same way he approached the Denver job, and he's going to have a different thought process as to what to do. It's a great market. It's a market that that's looking for a winner. And if he can deliver in the Vegas market with a team that is relatively in good, good shape to win, and that's the reason why Gruden took the job, is great, great pay and, and, and a roster that has the potential with a few moves to, to be right there at it. And, and so to me, look, you get, you get into that gig, clearly you got to add a receiver or two. You 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 have a few things that you probably need to do maybe along the offensive front and and moderate changes on the defensive side of the ball. This could be a really, really good team. So now you get an opportunity to to get a reprieve on being what, what it was that you were in Denver, but you also have an opportunity to to show that you could be a legitimate head coach. And one of the toughest – that's probably going to be considered the toughest conference or co- toughest division yeah. in all of the league next year, the AFC West. I think it's a bold, a bold ballsy move by by McDaniel. But, hey, show show your worth. Show your yeah. mettle. Why not?
1: And, and the closest he got to a job was the Colts. And we talked about this on Friday, Colts four years ago. And and I just – I look at it and I go – as far as paths go, like it felt like that would have been the better job because, you know, Andrew Luck was still there and it seemed like, you know, that was a very winnable division. And, you know, you look at it and go, why why, why do you go back to, uh, to New England? And I think the assumption was, well, you know, he probably was promised you're going to be the coach in waiting. They bumped his salary up a little bit and, you know, stick around here. And then to leave now, yeah, the big question is why now? The other question I have is why didn't it work the first time in Denver? Outside of the obvious, they didn't win enough games they started 6-0 and sort of fell apart was it personality did he just piss people off did, did he rub people the wrong way like what, what sense Is there a
3: right or wrong answer to that outside of what what he thinks see to me it's what he believes he could have done differently I think that that's the point I don't know that anybody can put like that isn't him can come in and say this is why it didn't work for him in that that situation back then I think that's something only he can truly answer.
2: Well, I, I think from playing for him for a year, like I, I would say this. It, when I got there, it already felt like he was on the hot seat. You know, he had been there the year before, got off to that great 6-0 and start, finished 2-8 and down the stretch. And there's a number of things that I think, for whatever reason, started to kind of turn the tide against him. One of them was maybe his relationship with the media. Uh, There was times, too, it was really odd to me only because, you know, in in most locker rooms on most teams, I mean, you hear a a fair amount of profanity and different things that are said kind of on the sidelines, things like that uh, during the course of a game. And there were a couple moments where, like, people in the local media pointed stuff like that out. And you're going, well, this is like every sideline every Sunday or even every Saturday in college sports, too, in football. And so high school, too. <laughs> it, it was odd that there was a relationship, yeah, with the media that soured during that 2-8 and eight finish of his first year in 2000, uh, 2009. And then you get into 2010 and another year that didn't get off to a great start. He had traded up to take Tebow in the first round. I think there was this thought, and it wasn't communicated well to the masses. He didn't plan on ever using him as a quarterback, at least not any time in the short term. He had put in a separate package for him to be a Wildcat quarterback for short yardage, goal line, those situations. That was it. Because they had struggled with that the year before in 2009. The problem is when they drafted him, he didn't lay out that, you know, he didn't lay out that plan for people. So there were people clamoring, thinking, oh, he's going to come in and be the guy. And that particular year, he, he was reluctant to use him because he didn't know the offense. He looked awful in practice. And they they didn't want to put him in if that was going to be the case. So it really took that with the media and what happened the year before. And then you roll that into the whole Spygate 2 thing. You know, we're in London our film guy, Dante gets, or excuse me, his son, Steve, gets popped for you know, filming their, their walkthrough there in London, the San Francisco 49ers. And that was basically the end of it. It was just a matter of time. And then Eric t- you know, took over, and then John Fox came in. But you know, those were the, essentially the biggest things. But I think when you look at you know, what he was attempting to do, you know, he took on a lot. He tried to follow in the footsteps of Mike Shanahan. That was just too much for him. So I look and I think I definitely think there's some things he could take away. And I definitely think looking back on it, you could point to some things that you're saying, all right, this is where maybe he lost um, the the, you know, lost the local media, lost the people kind of helping to support him. This is maybe where he lost the fan base. Uh, I mean, ultimately, if you don't win enough games, that's why. But there are some things that I, I think expedited his firing and moving off from him in Denver. Uh, I, wonder...
1: I, I, f- I forgot about that. Uh... The media complaining about the foul language. I forgot about wow, that. Wow, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Man, you're it just, was you're searching. super weird. <laughs> I, I remember forgot <laughs> about that. I remember
2: like seeing something early the next season, and, like players saying something about it, and like I was going, "What? The media is complaining about foul oh, language on a God. sideline on an NFL team? Like, is is he the first coach to say the F word? Like, what's happening?"
1: Uh, but please let us smoke weed legally. Uh, you know, just don't curse on the sidelines, everybody. Uh,
3: I wonder how many conversations. Ziegler and McDaniel had during the course of this season when it became possible, a possibility that this could be what ends up happening. Like, I I, I would doubt that there haven't been conversations between them at some point before Dave Ziegler got that that job. You
2: yeah, would well, think about this, oh, though. Yeah. I, I don't think they were intending to nec- I, I don't know that there was any conversations, though, from Las Vegas just because there was a Vegas head coach. There wasn't a general manager, so I mean that'd be tampering if you're going to talk to a guy who's no, no, already no, somewhere no else, no you no know? no no. That's
3: what I'm saying. Not, not so much that Oakland or excuse me, Vegas was talking to Ziggler about it. I'm saying Ziggler and McDaniel talking about it when it. I mean like Together, as a yeah. you know like if as this a were to, yeah if this were like just say for for the sake of saying I was able to take over this team or you were able to take over that team. You know, do you think we could make that a winner? You know what I mean? Like you'd have to assume they started having conversations.
1: See, but I wonder about that because this thing feels like it came together pretty quick. Because Josh McDaniels wasn't their first choice. There was, you know, talk about Harbaugh. There was talk about, you know, some other possibilities. Like I wonder if something in the last week or so, some sort of communication. Um, yeah, it with, take With long.
3: Belichick, I'm not saying these are long conversations, right? I'm just saying if 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 I've been contacted and you've been contacted and we're in the same area and we're on the same team there's got to be a conversation like hey if i took this job i'm thinking about this job what, what do you think belichick well, must you know, have
1: said something to him like hey man well, i would go now they probably got the idea that you know that he's gonna
2: be here for a while but either way i think once ziegler was up for it and, and you'll recall both these guys go back to john carroll university that that's where ziegler was in school that, that's where mcdaniels went to school They both played at John Carroll. Hmm. And so they knew each other previously from college. And then obviously things I'm sure continue with their relationship in New England. And and I'm sure once Ziegler got the interest, he's probably saying to Josh, like, come on, dude, like this is, yeah, let's do it. Like, like this is what we talked about. And I'm sure Josh is saying, well, who else would I rather want to go work with? I mean, at this point like do I really want to stay here with this roster? When I feel like I'm looking at the Raiders who aren't too far off and, it's Vegas and it's everything else, especially to wait for it.
3: especially considering what you just presented in terms of how he was handled in Denver personnel wise speaking. I mean, you want to have that support when you make a pick. You don't want to have to feel like you're being pressured it, because this was your
1: pick. This is uh, good news for Derek Carr. No, I mean, as far as uh, cause it could we, be. We, we've taught it, because there's a lot of people that talk about. Um, and I was asking Brady this off the air one time, like, who are the best play callers in the NFL? McDaniel's is up there, right? oh yeah. yeah yeah so yeah by, by
2: the way ziegler and uh, i believe ziegler and, and josh worked together in denver oh, so oh. like there, there's a lot there's a lottery history between the two and that's why i'm saying i don't think this i don't know that this conversation really came up until that opportunity presented itself to ziegler and once that was there then it's like okay like who do you want your head coach to be josh mcdaniels that, that's that's my first and best and make this guy the head coach and we're rolling
1: it's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, the BQ News coming up here in about 10 minutes from now on FSR. Um, you know, there is some uh, on the Josh McDaniels uh, story, uh, taking the uh, Raiders head coaching job. There's, now now there's some thought, well, who's going to replace uh, him in New England? And you know the name everybody's throwing out there, right? You know, uh, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, B- Billy O.
2: But don't you feel like that would be a lateral move? And I also wonder why, like, temperatures have cooled on interest in Bill O'Brien as a potential head coach for a number of vacancies that are still open. Doug Peterson. Remember, he was like first thrown around and everyone thought he was going to get a job. I mean, it seems like everything's quiet on that front. Yeah. I- and then I, we haven't heard anything about Eric Bien-Aimé. I mean, that, I mean, you don't have any concerns now about interviewing. They're not playing the Super Bowl. So they don't have to wait another two weeks, you know, to, to make it official. They can hire him whenever they want. So I, I do wonder, like, those three guys, if anything will continue to kind of surface here with some of the head coaching vacancies that are that are still out there at the moment,
1: well, here's uh, here's one for you, and uh, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but let's just just follow along with me here. I got an idea. So if Bill O'Brien does take the Patriots job, maybe he says, "Oh, you know, I want to go uh, work with Mac Jones or whatever he wants." His, his reasoning is: say he takes the Patriots offensive coordinator job. Now all of a sudden, the Alabama Crimson Tide have a have an opening for an offensive coordinator, and it's been known as the reclamation destination. Like if you want to, you know, get your career back on track
2: Joe Brady's gonna go there
1: well no I'm just I'm I'm looking at you look at uh, Steve Sarkeesian you look at Lane Kiffin you look at Bill O'Brien there's one career that definitely needs a reclamation there's one career that needs to be revived and that's John Gruden what about John Gruden, Come offensive coordinator of the on, Alabama man. Crimson Tide? Never hey, I'm telling you, that. listen, like the guy's got to get his career back Nobody's on track. Touch. Call that the turkey. Hey, hole. I agree, and he's uh-huh. deleted those emails. They are long gone. He has learned his lesson. All right, so so John Gruden, offensive coordinator of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Who says no? I mean,
3: everybody is expected to give, be extended grace. You know, everybody from those emails are going to be expected to be forgiven, except for possibly Bruce Allen. But think about it. The owner of the Washington football team is probably the most high-profile, biggest name connected to those emails, and he will still be able to seemingly be the owner of the team that he has so why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it make sense to give him a
1: reprieve? Steve Sarkeesian was drunk on the sidelines at a game. It's not like, different. Like they, they, they smelled bourbon on his it's breath. Different. It's this like is, a coach. Different.
2: <laughs> this is not a conversation. Uh, it's different. Or a hill I'm to die but on. I'm just saying. So you like, can like take yeah. that bad take and put Jonas Knox yeah. all that's over it. Save that's, that crap all, for Saturday. All,
1: all I'm saying. All I'm saying is you uh, you follow the uh, you know coaches who want to get their career back on track. John Gruden, uh, offensive coordinator of the Alabama Crimson nah, Tide. That's that's just probably
3: saying. the the. the wrong place for him to go no i'm just uh oh, <laughs> there's okay. probably well, not any really good place yeah. but alabama might be the worst of the worst
1: well places. Uh, you know
0: i wasn't thinking that i yeah. wasn't thinking okay. of those lines. all right uh, there's
1: right. right. uh, two pros and a cup of <laughs> joe fox sports radio i don't know why Lee told me to say that
0: fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live